0: Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. One year ago today, a gallon of regular gasoline on average throughout the country was $3.04. Today, it's $4.71. It went up four cents in one day. I predict within seven days, it's going to hit $5 a gallon on average. For regular. Not premium, not diesel, they're way higher. For regular, the lowest level of gasoline. In California today, the average price for regular gasoline is $6.21. The Democrats want to turn us into California where they control everything by super majorities because they chased out the Republicans. But we're told there's good news. OPEC will increase production by 50%, at least for a period of time. But absolutely nothing to improve domestic production. Nothing. The foot is still on the throat of domestic oil energy production. And so, inflation will continue to rise, prices will continue to rise, the value of your paycheck, your pension, Social Security will continue to decrease. Your savings that you've worked so hard for will continue to be devalued. Interest rates are going to go significantly higher. That's what happens when you create inflation, government creates inflation. Government created inflation. And I won't bore you with another rendition of what I said 14 months ago, almost to the day. And inflation and energy prices go hand in hand. It's not because of Russia. We never imported much oil from Russia. And 18 months ago, we were energy independent. We didn't have to import any oil from anybody. Now we have to beg the Saudis, other monarchies to try and help bail us out, but they're not going to be able to bail us out. What happened to the supply chain? How are they going to get the oil to the United States? And those pipelines that were to be built, what happened to those? And the drilling that was to take place in Anwar in Alaska, what happened to that? What happened to all those those leases, those 9,000 leases, and the ones that, that look promising, where are the permits that the Interior Department, BLM, is supposed to issue? They're slow walking them. Instead, what we get are lawsuits and the Securities and Exchange Commission violating its statutes, using power it doesn't have, to insist that when these companies are audited, When the federal government examines these audits, that they have to demonstrate that they support equity and social engineering and other Marxist agendas. It's amazing, isn't it? And while we're at it, all these things going on in this country, so thoroughly destructive, so thoroughly destructive, the Biden administration will pull meal funding for schools that don't comply with its LGBT agenda, writes the Washington Free Beacon. These little kids, especially those that can't afford lunches, they and their parents in these school districts are now being blackmailed. You either promote the sexual policies that are supported by the Democrat Party, or we're going to cut. Billions of dollars from the federal funding for the school lunch program. Would that be tolerated if a Republican did that? Would be be tolerated if Donald Trump did that? Are we going to hear from Joe scarp <laughs> Excuse me, but Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski. Are we going to hear about the fascist Joe Biden? No, we're not. U.S. Department of Agriculture's Food and Nutrition Service announced it will prevent low-income students from participating in its national school lunch program if their public school does not adopt the administration's interpretation of Title IX, which holds that the federal civil rights law's provision against discrimination based on sex includes designations of sexual orientation and gender identity. Now, obviously, when it was passed... Title IX, I think it was 1971 or so, uh, it did not include gender designations or orientation or self-identity. The move was originally reported by the Center Square. A spokeswoman for Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said the Biden administration's decision to withhold food from disadvantaged children in order to advantage a deranged political agenda was appalling. We will not allow Biden to force Floridians to choose between children's food and parents' rights, DeSantis Press Secretary Christina Pushaw told the Washington Free Beacon. That is the kind of decision that a totalitarian regime would force upon its citizenry. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem told the Free Beacon her state will take legal action. You know, Kristi Noem has come under attack by some of the on the right, not by me. And there have been vicious rumors about her. She went to the National Rifle Association event last week, as did President Trump. She didn't bail out. I haven't seen many of her detractors write about that for some reason. Noam said Joe Biden has threatened to take away children's school lunch money to pursue his radical agenda. He's targeting states like ours that make it clear biological men do not belong in girls' bathrooms and sports. If you act on this, Joe, we'll see you in court and we will win. Critics of the administration's decision said it could unnecessarily harm disadvantaged students. I haven't heard the lobby for disadvantaged students. I haven't heard the so-called civil rights activists. I haven't heard the NEA and the AFT. I haven't heard the National School Boards Association or the National superintendents associate. I haven't heard any of them complain. Have you? Christian K through 12 schools that participate in the school lunch program can apply for a religious exemption, but public and non-religious private schools must follow the new rules or lose their funding. The new rules. Why don't they just hand out the Democrat Party's platform and tell the public schools you must You must indoctrinate these kids about our platform. Otherwise, we're going to cut off federal funding. Right? All people should be treated with dignity and respect, but it's wrong for the federal government to take away free meals from economically disadvantaged students if their schools do not embrace radical gender ideology, Greg Bale. Let's cut to the chase. What's going on here? I'll tell you what's going on here. Democrat school systems, Democrat cities, Democrat counties, Democrat towns are already doing this. They're already advancing this agenda. We already know it from the parents' rights movement. This is aimed at Republican communities, Republican towns, Republican counties that will not advance the most radical elements of the Democrat Party agenda And so, what is Biden doing? What is his regime doing? What does it always do? He uses the power of the purse to coerce, to impose, to enshrine. And it is insisting that elected school boards that reject this agenda of sexualizing children, that if you don't embrace it, that the poorest among your students Will not receive lunch. Remember how they said if you ever shut down the government, that'll include the school lunch program? You see how vicious and vile and cancerous and poisonous these people are and their ideology. The announcement builds on Joe Biden's day one executive order on preventing and combating discrimination on the base of gender identity or sexual orientation, which permits transgender students to use male or female bathrooms and play sports with either sex. Biden's executive order drew on the Supreme Court's ruling in Bostock versus Clayton County, which altered the meaning of sex in Title VII to include sexual orientation and gender identity, and I hate to tell you folks this. One of the prime advocates of this in the Supreme Court was none other than who, Mr. Call Screener? Who, Mr. Producer? Gorsuch. Gorsuch. The Biden administration will also force schools that receive funds to investigate accusations of sexual orientation and gender identity discrimination. Students at colleges and universities who reject the Biden administration's definition of sex could also lose their federal student aid. Isn't this amazing? This is how they roll right over everything you may believe in. It's not a matter of free speech, different views, non-discrimination. It's a matter of compelling you, compelling you to comply with their ideology. This is why you're being punished at the gas pump. Their ideology rejects fossil fuels, so the price is rising. This is why you're punished when you go to buy meat. Their ideology rejects, really, the eating of meat, the production of meat. Too much methane from the cows. How many times have you heard this from the no-growth phony climate change movement? You will be forced to comply And you will pay a price. Even criminally, potentially. Remember, Meritless Garland's hanging there like a dark cloud over every school board meeting. What a disgrace that man is. I thought you'd want to know. I'll be right back.
2: Mark Lubin.
0: To get your free subscription, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Here we are in a recession. Massive inflation, it's going to get much worse. Even Democrat economists from prior administrations are acknowledging it. And the Biden administration so far has canceled $25 billion in student loans, money that is supposed to go to we, the taxpayers, via the federal government. And added another $5.8 billion today. In fact, you don't even have to apply for your, what is it, for your payoff. They'll just send it to you. Some of these people might be millionaires, some of them might be billionaires, some of them might be just wealthy people, some of them may not be. Is this morally acceptable to you? We've talked about this before. Two-thirds of the people in this country do not graduate from a college. People who go to college, as a statistical matter, as an aggregate group matter, make more money than those who did not. And yet the people who didn't go to college are also subsidizing those who did and who make more than they do. Why is a loan from, a, uh, from the federal government to go to college any different than any other loan? Are car loans going to be forgiven? Federal government going to pay for those? Mortgages going to be forgiven? Federal government going to pay for those? You can go down the list. This isn't based on need. This isn't a need-based decision. They just pissed away $25 billion because they think it's going to help them with the youth vote. I have a question. Maybe Mr. Producer can answer. What about people who are taking out loans next year, and the year after that, and the year after that? Are they going to be subsidized too, Mr. Producer? What about the people who've paid off their loans? Are they going to be subsidized too? What exactly is it that we're promoting and incentivizing here? Welfarism, even among the wealthy, even among the more educated, so to speak. And notice we're always subsidizing the colleges and universities. They're never asked to give up a damn thing. Why? These are the indoctrination mills for the Democrat Party. These are the indoctrination mills for CRT and the transgender ideology. These are the indoctrination mills for anti-Semitism and anti-Americanism. doesn't matter what it costs, does it? It's unbelievable. And where, may I ask, where does a president have the power with a magic wand to just abolish debt? legal obligations that individuals have, adults. Where is it written that a president has the power? He doesn't have the constitutional power to make decisions like this. This is outrageous. And not a single damn report on this on television even brings that up. They don't even bring it up. Where's your authority for this, Mr. President? This is number... 412 reasons why this man should be impeached, ladies and gentlemen. And there's Kamala Harris smiling and agreeing that this should be done. Two impeachments. I'll be right back. <music> Folks, it's no secret that Americans are more divided than ever. And it's not just over what policies will improve our great country. No, it's over whether America is great at all. Whether America deserves our love. That's why I'm Primus. Hillsdale's Digest of Liberty is so important, In Primus looks at the issues of the day from a constitutional perspective, reminding citizens always of our great heritage of liberty. For 50 years, Imprimus has featured speeches given at Hillsdale events by the smartest conservative thinkers and writers. These days, Hillsdale publishes people like Victor Davis Hanson, Molly Hemingway, and Chris Rufo. Over 6.2 million American households and businesses receive Imprimus absolutely free, and I urge you to sign up for it today at absolutely no charge. I always look forward to receiving my copy of Imprimus. My friends at Hillsdale and I want you to have a free subscription as well. To get your free subscription, go to LevinforHillsdale.com right now. L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com.
2: Liberty's Voice, Mark Levin.
0: Talk with that voice now. eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one. 3811 What has been unsaid about the mass murder in Texas was not unsaid about the mass murder in Buffalo. The killer in Buffalo was a white supremacist, an actual white supremacist embraced socialism, environmental agenda, rejected conservatism, and rejected the Constitution and Fox. The killer who slaughtered 19 little babies and two teachers in Texas, his race isn't even discussed, is it, Mr. Producer? Was he white? I'm just curious. No. What was he? he? was Hispanic. His name was Ramos. I'm just doing this for the left, the media. Media Matters, Mediite. Scarborough and the others who keep scoring in a funny way. Then we have this murder that took place in Tulsa last evening while it was on the air. We needed to get more facts, and now we have more facts. This man goes into the hospital, St. Francis Hospital, the Tulsa campus. He's trying to hunt down the surgeon who operated on his back because he was in pain. And he believed that the surgeon had committed malpractice on him. The surgeon was an African-American gentleman. But he shot, as I understand it, him and three other doctors dead. Before he was killed or shot himself. And of course, Immediately, the Democrats see a white supremacist. And uh, one, Summer Lee, who just won the uh, Democrat nomination for her congressional seat in Pittsburgh, more on her later, great piece by our buddy Professor Paul Kengor in The American Spectator. He's far better than George Neumauer, if you're reading The American Spectator. She tweeted, 101 years ago today, the government stood by and allowed mass murder and a black community in Tulsa to be destroyed by white supremacist terror. Today in Tulsa, there was yet another mass shooting, more loss. The government is choosing to stand by and allow this too. The problem is the killer was black. He killed his doctor, who was black, and he killed three other doctors, as I understand it. So he doesn't fit the white supremacy narrative. And Ramos doesn't fit the white supremacy narrative. So the media don't talk about the race of either of those mass murders. Why is that? Why is it profoundly important, and it may well be, in one instance, but not another in another? Why is that? Because the media have a narrative. Because the Democrat Party have a narrative. That's why. Just report the facts. Let the American people make decisions. They're not going to. It's not going to happen. So the killer last night was black. The killer in Texas was Hispanic. The killer in Buffalo was, in fact, a neo-Nazi type, if not flat out, a white supremacist. All dangerous men who did dangerous things. And he wasn't 18 either. This man who killed four last night. I believe it was between 35 and 40. It's another narrative. If I don't point this out to you, who's going to point it out to you? Nobody. Because people are scared to death to speak the truth now. They are scared to death. They will be destroyed by the platforms they're on, by the corporatists who run these various companies, that they will be attacked by these left-wing Democrat Party operations dressed up as media organizations like Mediaite, Media Matters, or the slugs and thugs who are dressed up as journalists, Democrat left-wing party hacks at the Washington Compost and the New York Slimes. But the truth is the truth. Why is it? That when it comes to actual data and statistics relative to crimes, murder, mass murder, and so forth, they really don't want to debate these subjects. In fact, they manipulate the information. They did that when we were told that there was systemic racism among our police forces, but there's not. Shouldn't we celebrate the fact that there's not? There's bad apples. There's not systemic racism. Shouldn't we celebrate that? But no, if you state it and it's a fact. Well, you've never been stopped. Well, you don't know what you're talking about. And yeah, that's what you get. If you don't support. Anything short of the confiscation of weapons from American citizens, and we're getting to that point then obviously you stand with the mass murderers. That's what Eric Swalwell said today. He accused the Republicans of standing with the mass murderers. And party said this, cut six, Mr. Producer, go.
1: What we have come to see across America is that our law enforcement are just outgunned we a country of unrestricted... all of a sudden they
0: support law enforcement. It's an amazing thing. To follow these clowns, these fools, these dangerous hack, radical left politicians. You're going to hurt your neck. They changed so many positions. Go ahead.
1: That continues to put the most dangerous weapons in the hands of the most dangerous people.
3: But so that's we
0: not can... what happened. That law enforcement was outgunned in Tulsa. They weren't outgunned in Tulsa. That they were outgunned in Texas. They weren't outgunned in Texas. That they were outgunned in Buffalo. They weren't outgunned in Buffalo. The killer in Buffalo was wearing armor. The problem is in Texas, law enforcement, led by the commander slash chief there, they a grievously incorrect decision that cost people their lives. We saw the same thing in Parkland. When you had an armed school officer basically hiding behind a pillar while students were being executed. And in Tulsa, the police actually arrived within three minutes and took out the guy. Which needs to be done. Go ahead.
1: 100,000 retired police officers, but if we are a country that has over 100 million assault rifles, they're just outgunned.
0: Now, just listen to the insanity of this. There's no such thing as an assault rifle. There are single-action rifles. There are semi-automatic rifles. There is no such thing as an assault rifle. The language matters. Republicans make this mistake too. Conservatives make this mistake too. What exactly is an assault rifle or an assault pistol? When you purchase them, is that what they call them? Here, you can assault people with this rifle. Oh, then I'll get that one. It's not an assault Rifle. It's not an assault pistol. It's a, in many cases, a semi-automatic weapon. You pull the trigger and the bullet is expended. You don't press down the trigger and bullets keep expending. That's called an automatic weapon. Go try and buy one at a gun shop. And see what happens. He can't. Go ahead.
1: And Avaldi, and tragically, in 2016 in Dallas, Texas, five brave police officers, SWAT-trained police officers, were murdered by a killer with an assault rifle.
0: Uh, So, by the way, who was that? What group did he represent, or suggest that he supported? This guy set up the cops and basically executed them. Remember that, all that in Dallas, Mr. Producer? Remember there was that one killer? Excuse me. Remember that one killer in Wisconsin who got in his car and rammed into all those people who were parading? The Christmas parade, wasn't it, Rich? killing six of them, injuring many more. Remember him? He wasn't a white supremacist either. He wasn't a white supremacist either. He was a black man. And he mowed down these people purposely, killing six of them. In Waukesha, Wisconsin. But Swalwell's not going to mention that either. Go ahead.
1: I think we've debunked the idea that the answer to a killer with an assault rifle is to have more, quote unquote, good guys with guns.
0: How have we debunked that idea? We haven't debunked that idea at all. I guess we should disarm the military, you know. Under that theory. We should disarm law enforcement, too. They are obsessed now. It's almost fetish. That law-abiding citizens should be disarmed. A fetish. A sick, dangerous fetish. They work in a building that is now guarded like an armed camp. And yet Biden says we shouldn't do that with our schools. Same with our airports. Same with our sports stadiums. Same with federal buildings and so forth. But when it comes to our schools, no. When it comes to your own home, no. No, when it comes to your own small business, no. Only the elites, particularly the politicians and the bureaucrats, only they should be protected. Only they. They talk about hundreds and hundreds of millions of weapons, right? Talks about 100,000, what he calls, or 100 million assault rifles. Well, if we have 100 million assault rifles, wouldn't there be more mass murders if people with quote-unquote assault rifles are inclined to kill people? I'll be right back. Mark Levin. To get your free subscription, go to LevinforHillsdale.com right now. L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Greg Stubbe is a patriot, a Republican in Florida. So they had the uh, bill they're bringing up already, six bills, in the Judiciary Committee in the House because they have all the answers, you know. They're still bearing those little babies in Texas. They're still gathering all the facts, but don't worry. The Democrats know what needs to be done. Just as they know what needs to be done in every other aspect of our society. They've done such a fantastic job. Honestly, you want to know what the Democrats are doing? Just think of communist china light. Think of stalin light. Think of Canada and Trudeau. That's what they're doing. Here's Greg Stubbe. Cut four, go. Here's a six-hour 320...
4: It takes a 20-round magazine, takes a 20-round magazine. Here's a 12-round magazine that would be banned. It doesn't fit because it would be banned. This gun would be banned under this bill. Here's a gun I carry every single day to protect myself, my family, my wife, my home. This is a XL Six Hour P365. Comes with a 15-round magazine. Here's a seven-round magazine, which would be less than what would be lawful under this bill if this bill were to come law. It doesn't fit. So this gun would be banned. I hope the, gun, the gun is not loaded. I'm at my house. I can do whatever I want with my guns. Here's a so point that- of order.
0: Listen to the idiot, Jackson Lee. He's making a point that when they are trying to claim we only want to ban these these magazines that carry 20 rounds or 15 rounds or 9 rounds or 10 rounds, you only need five shots or whatever, he's saying, okay, then they're effectively banning the weapon because these other magazines don't fit. That's the problem. Now, the Republicans have negotiating for them with the, Repu- the Democrat senators on the Senate side John Cornyn and Lindsey Graham. I don't trust either of them to represent our Second Amendment and our views. I really don't. I don't trust them. They say they're making rapid progress. I don't trust them. Representative Mondaire Jones is one of the new Marxists who's been elected. Oh, he is. Knocked off... uh, I think it was Congressman uh, Elliot, whatever the hell, like Engel, Elliot Engel, I believe. He represents an area where murder is at a significant rate. Significant rate. And here he is in the Judiciary Committee today, hat tip, right scoop, cup on go.
3: Now we know that it is up to us to save ourselves from you. We did not choose this fight. We had our own dreams for our lives, the same as you did when you were kids, but we can't let you get away with this anymore. Enough is enough. Enough of you telling us that school shootings are a fact of life, when every other country like ours has virtually ended it. Enough of you blaming mental illness and then defunding mental health care in this country. Enough of your thoughts and prayers. Enough, enough. You will not stop us from advancing the Protecting Our Kids Act today. You will not stop us from passing it in the House next week, and you will not stop us there. If the filibuster obstructs us, we will abolish it. If the Supreme Court objects, we will expand it, and we will not rest until we have taken weapons of war out of circulation in our communities.
0: There you go. Lie after lie after lie and totalitarianism. Followed by more totalitarianism. We will destroy the Supreme Court if the court doesn't agree with us. We will destroy the Senate if the Senate doesn't agree with us. We'll destroy all the protections, including the Bill of Rights and the Second Amendment. Weapons of war. These are not weapons of war. There are criminals on the streets. There are murderers on the streets. He doesn't turn to the Soros prosecutors who won't prosecute and throw the key away or to the activist judges. He backs all these Democrats, doesn't he? Sure he does. All the radical leftists who seek to overthrow this country. He doesn't support school choice. He doesn't support any of the freedom agenda. Any of the law enforcement agenda. But he's at war with the Constitution. He's at war with law-abiding American citizens. And he has no ideas, no real serious substantive proposals All right, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden and others have a tendency to say when it comes to gun control, if you want a nuclear weapon, should you be able to have a nuclear weapon? Have you ever heard them say that? Something to that effect? So I'm thinking to myself, if we can stop a terrorist regime from getting a nuclear weapon, isn't that important? Isn't that something we should be concerned about? You talk about gun control. How about nuclear weapon control, particularly if it involves our enemies? Why doesn't Joe Biden attack the Iranian regime the way he attacks gun manufacturers? Why doesn't he attack the terrorist Islamo-Nazi regime in Tehran the way he attacks Smith & Wesson? Does anybody have an answer for that? And so why is it that we don't talk about the Iranian regime? And and I believe soon we'll have a breakout. People will wake up and say, wait a minute, they have how many bombs? Three, four, five bombs? It's like back in March of 2021 when I warned you about inflation and gas prices. It's like March 2017. I don't know what it is about March when I warned you about their spying on the Trump campaign. And I'm warning about this now. Not because I'm Nostradamus, because I see it. Use your noggin. I don't just go with the crowd here, and I'm not going to go with the crowd here. Whatever happened to nuclear arms control? Joe Biden is paving the way for the Islamo-Nazi terrorist regime in Tehran to have nuclear warheads on ICBMs that can reach the United States of America. And they have stated their intentions when it comes to other countries as well as us. Is that rational? No, it's insane. So Joe Biden is not going to launch military operations to take out the Iranian regime's nuclear facilities. What's he going to do? He's going to hand the problem on to the next president. When our hands will be tied. I'm looking here at a piece by 1945.com, military site. And I'm thinking, well, we're not going to destroy, we're not going to be able to destroy these sites or this site because Biden won't do it. Millie won't do it. Austin won't do it. So could Israel do it on its own? Maya Carlin In this publication, over the years, Israeli military officials have hinted at the country's... By the way, you putinoids in the media and different parties, I would think you would support this, right? Right? Over the years, Israeli military officials have hinted at the country's ability to strike Iran's nuclear facilities if necessary. The Jewish state has led successful operations in the past... Striking nuclear facilities in Iraq in 1981 and Syria in 2007. While Iraq and Syria are closely positioned to Israel, Iran is 1,000 miles away. The distance between Israel and Iran remains the most challenging obstacle for this type of operation. But Israel's arsenal of long-range fighters, and its potentially nuclear capability intermediate-range ballistic missile, would lead to an effective operation. In February, the Israeli government estimated that the Islamic Republic of Iran was merely four to six months away from achieving a nuclear breakout. The Jewish state sent a delegation to the ongoing joint us iranian Vienna negotiations to express concern that a return to that deal, the Iran deal, would fail to distance the regime from its nuclear breakout time while simultaneously allowing the transfer of arms and weapons to proxies undeterred. This is Biden. Biden arming terrorists. We're not talking about the Second Amendment and law-abiding citizens. This is Biden arming terrorists. While the negotiations' progress has stalled... U.S. officials sped up the regime's potential breakout time to a few weeks away. Iran's rapid rapid expansion of uranium, a litany of compliance failures, and increasingly threatening rhetoric have both the U.S. and Israel worried. By the way, even has the U.N. worried? Earlier this month, the Israel Defense Forces launched the largest military drills in the country's history, dubbed Chariots of Fire. As part of this planned simulation, Israel's Air Force practice taking out Iran's nuclear sites. If Israel would strike Iran in the future, the Natanz uranium site would be the premier target. This complex is around 600,000 square feet and is dug nearly 23 feet below the ground, covered by several layers of metal and concrete, surrounded by surface to air missiles. The complex would be A challenging target indeed. The Israeli Air Force's arsenal of F-15I Riyams, F-16I Sufas, F-35I Adir fighter jets would be capable of targeting Iran's Natanz facility. (coughs) What Israel does is it takes these jets, the F-15, the F-16, the F-35 And honestly, it approves upon them. It makes them more lethal, more flexible, uh, and more distant-oriented, traveling a further distance. With a combat radius of over 1,000 miles, the F-16 Sufis would be able to operate a long-range mission. Israel's fleet of 25 F-15 Rayams has a combat range of over 2,000 miles. In 1981, the IAF launched the Operation Opera attack that destroyed a nuclear reactor located south of Baghdad. A squadron of eight F-16As equipped with two unguided Mark 84 2,000-pound delay action bombs carried out the successful strike. While Syria is a closer destination to Israel than Iran, the IDF's fleet of fighters is likely up to the challenge. And in addition to its fleet of jets, Israel's Jericho 3 missile, Jericho 3 missile, reportedly can carry nuclear warheads and has an estimated range of 4,000 to 6,000 kilometers. So it could easily reach Iranian territory and would certainly be included in any plans the IDF puts forward to strike out the Natanz facility. The point is you would need limited tactical nukes to take it out. Not the kind of stuff we saw in films over Hiroshima and so forth. But nukes, nonetheless. And that's why the Biden administration's dancing with the Iranians is so dangerous. And that's why Trump's trying to choke off their economy and destroy the regime was so wise and important. Anyway, this missile has a reported payload of 1,000 to 1,300 kilograms it's possibly equipped with a 750-kilogram nuclear warhead, although the Jericho's true capabilities are kept under wraps due to Israel's policy of nuclear opacity. The potentiality of its existence poses a significant threat to Iran and a tool for the IDF. What do you say, Biden? Are you concerned about nuclear arms control with a terrorist nation, the Islamo-Nazi regime that, by the way, is working with the Russians and now working with the Chinese. They're selling oil to communist China. They're selling oil to communist China. I mean, they might as well sell it to us. I mean, Biden's going to a Venezuela begging them for. I don't get it. Can somebody explain this to me? Why is it that we want to export jobs, export capital, export national security to the third world, including enemies like Venezuela, including regimes like Saudi Arabia, begging OPEC, please produce more oil. Well, we can do it right here in America, but they won't give the oil companies the oh. There's nine thousand leases. Give them the permit so they can drill. They won't do it. They shut down Anwar, which was set up for drilling. People don't know this. Basically, a little corner of Alaska. People seem to think Anwar's for for caribou. No, that was the deal that was cut with the Alaskans. But of course, the federal government broke that deal. But here we are, ladies and gentlemen. True gun control. Nuclear arms control to keep nukes out of the hands of terrorists. A terrorist state. A state that has said that it wants to wipe our allies, including Israel, off the face of the earth and us. And Biden, through his policies, is actually helping them buy time. ...to be in a position to do exactly that. And he's going to give a speech in 13 minutes railing... ...against the Second Amendment. There are many things... ...that are evil. Many things that are complicated. But you have a small mind and a low IQ... ...if you're driven by ideology... The solutions are not solutions at all. I don't know why the AR-15 is considered a special weapon. When the vast majority of murders in this country, almost 80% of them are as a result of handguns. And I say that because you think they're going to be satisfied with limiting or outlawing AR-15s? Or any rifle for that matter? Do you think? Tell me, the slaughter that occurs in our major cities every night and particularly on the weekends, particularly black-on-black murder, are they committed with AR-15s or are they committed with handguns? So the truth is, Biden and the Democrat Party won't be satisfied until they can make a statement like Trudeau did the other day. And then law-abiding Americans, by the tens of millions, are disarmed are defenseless. The police are undermined because we all know, we've been told over and over again, they are systemically racist. And the whole country becomes California. Or worse. I'll be right back.
2: Mark Levin.
0: Stop paying for Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile social initiatives. Stop paying for their thousands of retail stores across the country that you never go to. Stop paying for their added perks that you never use. Pure Talk doesn't charge you for any of that garbage. Instead, they give you excellent 5G coverage on the same 5G network as one of those big guys. For half the cost, the average family saving over $800 a year. Now, I made the switch, and it's the best decision you'll ever make. You can keep your number, keep your phone, or get great deals on a new phone, like a Samsung Galaxy 5G for less than $2 a month. Unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data, just $30 a month. Or choose unlimited data and you'll still save a fortune. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast, L E V I N Podcast, and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. The Democrats have an answer to crime, shootings, disarm the cops. That is, defund the cops and disarm the public. Right, Mr. Medusa? Defund the cops or slash their budgets and disarm the public. What's the problem? What's the problem? Anywhere where they run the courts, disaster. Anywhere where they run the city councils, disaster. Anywhere where they run the mayorships, disaster. And now we're living in the United States. States of the Democrat Party. Disaster everywhere. The Democrats act like they've never controlled anything. They had Obama for eight years. They've had this knucklehead in the Senate for 36 years. Now he's in the Oval Office. They controlled the House of Representatives basically for half a century. They've controlled the Senate more times than not. They've had the Supreme Courts they wanted for decades at a time. They act like they're They're the reformers. They're the outsiders. No, they're none of those things. They're failures in everything they do. Joe Biden will be speaking. At least he's scheduled to speak at the bottom of the hour. After our sponsors are completed, we will tap into that press conference. Now, I know what's going to happen. Our ratings plummet. Uh, You people can't stand listening to him. But I will be coming back right after he speaks. So that's very important because I need to unravel all of his gibberish. What exactly will Joe Biden say that will be different that's already been said the last 20 years? What will he say? Does he have some new idea? Does he have some thoughtful idea, some comprehensive idea? What is his idea? What it could possibly be? Is this man a man who thinks outside the box? Is this a man who, who understands that not only should you think outside the box, but there are certain parameters called the Constitution and others that you at at least consider? How about experience, our experience with mass murders? One of the things that I despise, of course, is the way the media, the how the media exploit these events for ratings, For hits. For sales. It's true. It is grotesque. The media have no sleep. You ever watch this show, The View? Of course not. Anybody with an IQ of 12 doesn't watch that show. And collectively, they don't even have an IQ of 12. But we see these clips. These are Yentas basically screaming at the tops of their lungs. As if they know what they're talking about. They don't have any foggy idea. And they're not alone. We have actual journalists who sound like the Yentas at The View. We'll be right back. Stop paying for Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile social initiatives. Stop paying for their thousands of retail stores across the country that you never go to. Stop paying for their added perks that you never use. Pure Talk doesn't charge you for any of that garbage. Instead, they give you excellent 5G coverage on the same 5G network as one of those big guys. For half the cost, the average family saving over $800 a year. Now, I made the switch, and it's the best decision you'll ever make. You can keep your number, keep your phone, or get great deals on a new phone, like a Samsung Galaxy 5G for less than $2 a month. Unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data, just $30 a month. Or choose unlimited data, and you'll still save a fortune. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast, L E V I N Podcast, and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless.
5: I take you directly to Joe Biden. Memorial Day this past Monday. Jill and I visited Arlington National Cemetery. As we entered those hallowed grounds, we saw rows and rows of crosses among the rows of headstones with other emblems of belief, honoring those who paid the ultimate price on battlefields around the world. The day before, we visited Uvalde, Uvalde, Texas. In front of Robb Elementary School, we stood before 21 crosses, for 19 third- and fourth-graders and two teachers. On each cross, a name. And nearby, a photo of each victim that Jill and I reached out to touch. Innocent victims murdered in a classroom that had been turned into a killing field. Standing there in that small town, like so many other communities across America, I couldn't help but think There are too many other schools, too many other everyday places that have become killing fields, battlefields, here in America. We stood at such a place just 12 days before, across from a grocery store in Buffalo, New York, memorializing 10 fellow Americans — a spouse, a parent, a grandparent, a sibling — gone forever. At both places, we spent hours with hundreds of family members who were broken and whose lives will never be the same. They had one message for all of us. Do something. Just do something. For God's sake, do something. After Columbine, after Sandy Hook, after Charleston, after Orlando, after Las Vegas, after Parkland, nothing has been done. This time, that can't be true. This time, we must actually do something. The issue we face is one of conscience and common sense. For so many of you at home, I want to be very clear. This is not about taking away anyone's guns. It's about not about vilifying gun owners. In fact, we believe we should be treating responsible gun owners as an example of how every gun owner should behave. I respect the culture and the tradition and the concerns of lawful gun owners. At the same time, the Second Amendment, like all other rights, is not absolute. It was just — it was Justice Scalia who wrote, and I quote, like most rights, the right Second Amendment — by the — the rights granted by the Second Amendment are not unlimited — not unlimited and never has been. There have always been limitations on what weapons you can own in America. For example, machine guns have been federally regulated for nearly 90 years, and this is still a free country. This isn't about taking away anyone's rights. It's about protecting children. It's about protecting families. It's about protecting whole communities. It's about protecting our freedoms to go to school, to a grocery store, to a church, without being shot and killed. According to new data just released by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, guns are the number one killer of children in the United States of America. The number one killer. More than car accidents, more than cancer. Over the last two decades, more school-age children have died from guns than on-duty police officers and active-duty military combined. Think about that. More kids than on-duty cops killed by guns, more kids than soldiers killed by guns. For God's sake, how much more carnage are we willing to accept? How many more innocent American lives must be taken before we say enough, enough? I know that we can't prevent every tragedy, but here's what I believe we have to do. Here's what the overwhelming majority of American people believe we must do. Here's what the families in Buffalo and Uvalde in Texas told us we must do. We need to ban assault weapons in high-capacity magazines. And if we can't ban assault weapons, then we should raise the age to purchase them from 18 to 21. Strengthen background checks. Enact safe storage law and red flag laws. Repeal the immunity that protects gun manufacturers from liability. Address the mental health crisis, deepening the trauma of gun violence and as a consequence of that violence. These are rational, common-sense measures. Here's what it all means. It all means this. We should reinstate the assault weapons ban on high-capacity magazines that we passed in 1994 with bipartisan support in Congress and the support of law enforcement. Nine categories of semi-automatic weapons were included in that ban, like AK-47s and AR-15s. And in the 10 years it was law, mass shootings went down. But after Republicans let the law expire in 2004, and those weapons were allowed to be sold again, mass shootings tripled. Those are the facts. A few years ago, the family of the inventor of the AR-15 said he would have been horrified to know that its design was being used to slaughter children and other innocent lives instead of being used as a military weapon on the battlefields as it was designed that's who's dying for enough enough we should limit how many rounds a weapon can hold why in god's name should an ordinary citizen be able to purchase an assault weapon that holds 30-round magazines that let mass shooters fire hundreds of bullets in a matter of minutes. The damage was so devastating in Uvalde, parents had to do DNA swabs to identify the remains of their children, 9- and 10-year-old children. Enough. We should expand background checks to keep guns out of the hands of felons, fugitives, and those under restraining orders. Stronger background checks are something that the vast majority of Americans, including the majority of gun owners, agree on. I also believe we should have safe storage laws and personal liability for not locking up your gun. The shooter in Sandy Hook came from a home full of guns. They were too easy to access. That's how he got the weapons, the weapon he used to kill his mother, and then murder 26 people, including twenty first graders. If you own a weapon, you have a responsibility to secure it. Every responsible gun owner agrees to make sure no one else can have access to it, to lock it up, to have trigger locks. And if you don't, and something bad happens, you should be held responsible. We should also have national red-flag laws so that a parent, a teacher, a counselor can flag for a court that a child, a student, a patient is exhibiting violent tendencies, threatening classmates, or experiencing suicidal thoughts that makes them a danger to themselves or to others. Nineteen states in the District of Columbia have red-flag laws. The Delaware law is named after my son, Attorney General Beau Biden. Fort Hood, Texas, 2009, 13 dead and more than 30 injured. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, 2018, 17 dead, 17 injured. In both places, countless others suffering with invisible wounds. Red flag laws could have stopped both these shooters. In Uvalde, the shooter was 17 when he asked his sister to buy him an assault weapon knowing he'd be denied because he was too young to purchase one himself. She refused. But as soon as he turned 18, he purchased two assault weapons for himself. Because in Texas, you can be 18 years old and buy an assault weapon, even though you can't buy a pistol in Texas until you're 21. we can't ban assault weapons, as we should, we must at least raise the age to be able to purchase one to 21. Look, I know some folks will say 18-year-olds can serve in the military and fire those weapons. But that's with training and supervision by the best-trained experts in the world. Don't tell me raising the age won't make a difference. Enough! We should repeal the liability shield that often protects gun manufacturers from being sued for the death and destruction caused by their weapons. They're the only industry in this country that has that kind of immunity. Imagine, imagine if the tobacco industry had been immune from being sued, where we'd be today. The gun industry's special protections are outrageous. It must end. And let there be no mistake about the psychological trauma that gun violence leaves behind. Imagine being that little girl, that brave little girl in Uvalde, who smeared blood off her murdered friend's body on her own face to lie still among the corpses in her classroom and pretend she was dead in order to stay alive. Imagine, imagine what it'd be like for her to walk down the hallway of any school again. Imagine what it's like for children who experience this kind of trauma every day in school, in the streets, in communities all across America. Imagine what it's like for so many parents to hug their children goodbye in the morning, not sure whether they'll come back home. Unfortunately, too many people don't have to imagine that at all. Even before the pandemic, young people were already hurting. There's a serious youth mental health crisis in this country. We have to do something about it. That's why mental health is the heart of my unity agenda that I laid out in the State of the Union address this year. We must provide more school counselors, more school nurses, more mental health services for students and for teachers, more people volunteering as mentors to help young people succeed, more privacy protection and resources to keep kids safe from the harms of social media. This unity agenda won't fully heal the wounded souls, but it will help. It matters. I just told you what I'd do. The question now is, what will the Congress do? The House of Representatives already passed key measures we need. Expanding background checks to cover nearly all gun sales, including at gun shows and online sales. Getting rid of the loophole allows a gun sale to go through after three business days, even if the background check has not been completed. And the House is planning even more action next week. Safe storage requirements the banning of high-capacity magazines, raising the age to buy an assault weapon to 21, federal red flag law, codifying my ban on ghost guns that don't have serial numbers and can't be traced, and tougher laws to prevent gun trafficking and straw purchases. This time, we have to take the time to do something. And this time, it's time for the Senate to do something. But, as we know, in order to get anything done in the Senate, we need a minimum of 10 Republican senators. Okay,
0: ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to take a break. So going from one issue, now he's throwing everything against the wall. Just let me say this quickly. He wants his trial lawyers lobby, which is the biggest contributor to the Democrat Party, to be able to sue the Second Amendment out of existence. All it takes is one state jury. All it takes is one D.C. jury giving a billion-dollar award and Smith & Wesson and these other companies are out of business. He knows it. I know it. These aren't companies that are telling people how to kill people. They're not involved in the crime level and so forth. But I'll make a deal with them. If you will raise immunity, eliminate immunity for gun manufacturers, then eliminate immunity for mayors and city councils and judges and prosecutors. who won't put the bad guys away. Because in those instances, you have individuals who are paid on the government payroll who take an oath to uphold the rule of the law, and they don't do it. So if you place these, these individuals who are supposed to protect us in the same place as the gun manufacturers and lift immunity so we can sue prosecutors who don't prosecute, so we can sue judges who don't put convicted individuals in prison, that's a deal I would make because you'd never make it. And if you would ensure that trial lawyers don't get to keep 35% of all the rewards? That is, make money off the dead? That's a deal we can keep. I've got more to respond, but I have to take a break. I'll be right back.
2: Mark Lovin.
0: Stop paying for Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile social initiatives. Stop paying for their thousands of retail stores across the country that you never go to. Stop paying for their added perks that you never use. Pure Talk doesn't charge you for any of that garbage. Instead, they give you excellent 5G coverage on the same 5G network as one of those big guys. For half the cost, the average family saving over $800 a year. Now, I made the switch, and it's the best decision you'll ever make. You can keep your number, keep your phone, or get great deals on a new phone, like a Samsung Galaxy 5G for less than $2 a month. Unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data, just $30 a month. Or choose unlimited data and you'll still save a fortune. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast, L E V I N Podcast, and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. 19 states, he said, in the District of Columbia have red flag laws. Well, New York's one of them, and it didn't stop the mass murder in there, did it? A lot of his speech was very dramatic. He's talking about the slaughter at the school. I understand that. But what does it have to do with the policies proposing? One of the things he didn't mention at all is how to protect the school building. We had Andrew Pollock on this program yesterday. He's created an entire foundation that is addressing this issue. You've got to protect the school building. You've got to have an individual in the school who is trained and trained well and armed to protect the students. And in Florida, he says, enough is enough. We have to do something. A lot of states have done a lot. Florida's done a lot. It's just that Florida hasn't done what he wants Florida to do. Florida's not going to become Chicago. Florida's not going to become California. Neither is Wyoming and Montana and Texas and so many other states. California doesn't have a great decrease in crime, including murder. He talks about trigger locks. The trigger locks have to do with anything. He talks about having to put weapons in, uh, in safes and so forth. Most people do that already. He talks about closing the gun show loophole. Are people being killed as a result of the gun show loophole? It's not a loophole. I mean, I can go on and on about this. It was just a panoply, a throw everything against the wall and demand action. Says nothing's been done. A lot has been done. Andrew Pollock was here and he explained what's been done in the state of Florida. Doesn't mean it's perfect. Nothing's perfect. The repealing immunity for manufacturers. As I said, doesn't that give up everything? Doesn't that show what he wants? He wants his trial lawyers. He wants his trial lawyers to destroy the manufacturing corporations that make these weapons and make the ammunition. And then the second amendment's gone. Second amendment's gone. You can't protect yourself. The bad guys will get guns on the black market over the border. They can't stop people from coming. They're not going to stop weapons and drugs from coming. This is a, a, a recipe for lawlessness, more murder, disaster, And I don't, you know, these gun control obsessive nuts who think this is going to work, they think only they care about what took place in that classroom. We all care about what took place in that classroom. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you a question. Did you know withdrawing your cash from the bank can be very risky? That's right. Banks are now required to spy on us for the government. And they report any behavior they think is suspicious. It's true. And I was shocked when I read this Secret War on Cash from Swiss America. The new war against cash is really a war against the Constitution, against all freedom-loving Americans. So you need to read The War on Cash. Get your free copy by calling 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. Now, this War on Cash is growing daily and also includes all forms of digital money. Please get and read The Secret War on Cash free to my listeners by calling now, 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. He's here.
1: He's here. He's here.
0: Talked about securing schools at once. The White House is secured. The Capitol building secured like an like an armed camp. Our airports at least they seem secured, you got more people walking around with guns at the airports now than anywhere else I can think of. Our federal buildings are secured. But our schools aren't secured. And we talked about the horrific things that took place in that school, in that classroom. And I notice more and more that he and his ilk speak of those things as if only they are moved by them. And therefore, if you don't embrace their agenda... You must not feel the same way. Have you noticed how they're trying to manipulate the events, Mr. Medusa? It's it's appalling. It's appalling. The reason that The Joe Bidens of the world and so forth won't talk to the Andrew Pollocks of the world and many like him is they don't want to hear what he has to say. The reason why they don't look at the laws that have been put in place in red states, including. Now, my state of residency, Florida. Is because they don't want to use them. Because they don't want to use them. If the trial lawyers are free to sue gun manufacturers because somebody takes a gun and kills somebody, that will put an end to the manufacturing of guns. Joe Biden knows that. So why does he talk the way he talks? Because he's an irresponsible demagogue. A buddy of mine just wrote me and said, okay, so if you get diabetes and you drank a lot of Coke, can you sue Coke for diabetes? How long would that stand in court? I wouldn't think a long time. Do you? But I had my idea, my proposal. How many people are killed because prosecutors won't prosecute violent crimes? How many people are killed because judges won't put violent criminals in prison? Can I sue a judge for everything he or she is worth or sue a prosecutor for everything he or she is worth if that individual kills somebody because they failed to do their job? And as I said, in the case of a gun manufacturer, that's sort of amorphous. It's a manufacturer. But in this case, I have the name of the judge, I have the name of the prosecutor. If one of these slip and fall lawyers is representing one of these defendants, and they succeed in convincing a jury that the defendant is not guilty, and that defendant goes out and murders somebody, can I sue the lawyer in the law firm? Talking about the Bill of Rights here, right? No, people have a right to represent. Okay, and people have a right to bear arms. Now, if you're going to take the position that we should be banning weapons, if you're going to take the position that we should go through the back door to eliminate the ability to purchase or own or manufacture weapons. In other words, you don't have the guts to be the lunatic that Trudeau is. If you're going to do those things, then why would you attack the cops for years prior to trying to disarm the public? So we're going to the hands of law enforcement, besmirch them, smear them, libel them, slash their budgets. Lift immunity so they can be sued into oblivion and their families can be destroyed. Take other steps to discourage people from becoming cops or staying as cops. And you're going to promote disarmament. then please explain to me how the average citizen protects himself. The agenda I hear from the Democrat Party and the American Marxists is pro-criminal and pro-violence. There is a reason Joe Biden doesn't want to secure these school buildings. Because it will upset the NEA and the AFT, who do not want these armed guards in these schools. He believes it will undermine his argument for gun confiscation. It is insane not to secure these buildings, or at least try. And so much can be done that's not being done all over the country. All over the country. The same man, Joe Biden, who refuses to secure the border, who refuses to keep criminals out of the country, who refuses to keep drug cartels out of the country, who refuses to keep drugs out of the country, who refuses to put an end to the sex trade on the border and throughout. He's the man that's worried about safety and security. How? So, the American citizen is disarmed. The law abiding American citizen is disarmed. When MS 13 types are coming through the border every day. What kind of insanity is this? And this is why you don't get resolution. The left turns everything in the politics. It's race. If you're nuts enough to watch this Joy Reid, she turned this into race 24, 48 hours ago. Because that's what she does. Who are you going to believe, Andrew Pollock or Joe Biden? Who are you going to believe, Andrew Pollock or Joy Reid? Who are you going to believe, Andrew Pollock or fill in the blank? And he has, as Biden would say, skin in the game. His daughter was murdered at Parkland. I'll be right back.
2: Mark in.
0: Kevin McCarthy, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, my friend. How are you? I'm doing very well. I have a question for you we just heard joe biden yeah how come joe biden doesn't give a speech bragging about all the federal gun crimes that his administration has prosecuted how come joe biden doesn't give a speech demanding that his party stop installing uh soft on crime and i mean soft on violent crime prosecutors how come he doesn't give a speech about how he's going to change his appointment process of judges and put law and order judges in place How come he doesn't talk about Democrat mayors and Democrat city councils and their failure to enforce law and their undermining of cops? How come he doesn't talk about hardening our schools and making sure there are really trained armed guards that they're prepared to take some of that COVID money that they blew out the window in order to protect our children from real viruses like killers? How come he doesn't talk about any of those things, Kevin McCarthy?
4: You know the exact answer, because they're soft on crime. I mean, you raise a really good point. Why didn't he say this? Remember the New York City subway shooter? He was able to buy a gun because they're soft on crime policies? Man, he was never convicted of a felony. I mean, these guys are rushing legislation. They would not have stopped any of these shootings, and they with a disregard to the Second Amendment. It's all about control. I thought I was watching Beto O'Rourke up there. He, he, he embraced that. Hell, yes, we're going to come get your guns. He thinks he's Trudeau. But what he's really going to do, Democrats want to disarm law abiding Americans. Republicans want to disarm violent criminals. Why don't we put these criminals away? Why don't we stand up to them? You know what? If you enforce the laws, you know who would first get in trouble? His son, Hunter Biden, who lied on his form. I mean, Mm -hmm. let's start enforcing these laws to protect us, and let's be tough on crime instead of just doing what the Democrats continue to do, city after city. Just in the last weekend, there was 51 shootings in Chicago.
0: Unbelievable! You know, here's the thing. I I listen to Joe Biden. The man was in the Senate for 36 years. He was chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee. He was Vice President eight years. He's in the Oval Office. You know, before the Gingrich Revolution, the Democrats controlled the House for half a century. Uh, They often control the Senate more often than the Republicans do. They act like they have had no say in anything. They control the most violent cities on the face of the earth. And now they tell us they have an answer, which is defund or slash the funding for the cops and disarm the citizenry. Well, then how are we supposed to protect ourselves? And their ideas would do nothing to stop any one of these mass murders. Nothing. Here's the other thing, Kevin McCarthy. As I listened to Biden, he talked about the horror that took place in that school and in that classroom. But the suggestion is that those of us who also believe, also believe in life, those of us who who have children and grandchildren, that somehow we don't join in that in 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 that. Horror of, of of understanding what took place because we don't buy into their agenda. Enough is enough, he says. In other words, do what I tell you to do. Enough is enough. It's pretty, pretty uh, unconscionable, I would argue.
4: It is. And the reason he drives this, he doesn't want to talk about the other issues. He admits his own Treasury Secretary admits she's totally wrong on inflation, and they were. He says he didn't even know about the baby formula, even though a him But think about the Joe Biden when he used to be there. Think about him back in senator joe biden 1985 you know what he said i'm convinced that a criminal who wants a firearm can get one through illegal untraceable unregistered sources with or without gun control that's what he said in 1985 and now what does he want to do it's just and that mark you are right on to try to think that a Republicans or any American doesn't think what happened down there is an atrocity, doesn't think what happened down there is 100 percent wrong, doesn't think that we don't want to protect our own children. We want to take that COVID money, make sure those schools are safe. We want to be able to have protection for them. We want to make sure of what goes forward. But we also want to do it with all the facts. We want to know what the facts are so we can stop this. What he's proposing won't stop these mass shootings.
0: You know, Kevin McCarthy, a uh, couple months ago, was the First Amendment that they wanted to eviscerate. all the bad information putting out, being put out and so forth was killing people. And uh, they, they really have a problem with the Bill of Rights, but, but I wanted to mention this to you. I had Andrew Pollock on the show. He reached out to us last night. As you know, his uh, daughter, Meadow was murdered at Parkland. Yes, And he was going through all the changes they made in Florida and Biden gets up there. He doesn't talk about the changes made. Many states have made many changes, but they haven't done what he wants to do. They have really hardened these schools. I mean, that doesn't mean it's going to be perfect. They require a trained no. armed guard for every 500 students. You go in an airport today. There are more federal law enforcement with guns there than, than in most prisons. You go you go to your Capitol building now. It's like it's like, you know, A a military uh, fort there, Uh, any of these federal buildings. But our schools, Joe Biden didn't say one thing about protecting these facilities. Nothing. That is an, an abomination.
4: If you want to walk onto the floor of Congress to vote and the only people can do that are elected members of Congress, they have to walk through a magnetometer with officers standing right there. And he doesn't. What about our schools? From a standpoint, and why would not we want to get all the information ahead of time, making sure that these kids are protected throughout? And when you look at these communities, be it Chicago, be it L.A., that have, they have the strictest gun law you could have. And they have some of the most shootings, some of the most murders in the process. But what is another common denominator they have? A D.A. that won't prosecute. So the criminals know they continue to go do what they want. They're finally trying to recall the D.A. of L.A. He he lets people out. You watch what's happening in New York. No bail. They go out one, put the crime, and they're out before the paperwork's even done.
0: Can you name one Republican prosecutor who won't prosecute violent criminals? I can't even think of one. No, and they. I can't. They I can tell you five Democrats right now.
4: Yes, yes. You go from uh, San Francisco to L.A. to New York to I mean, Philly. Think of crime. We've never seen crime like this. But there's a common denominator: who is running the city, who is the elected DA, and who who funded them, who funded their election. Uh-huh. You see the exact same person, the same person that goes in and funds the Democrats. He put two million dollars into the DA race of San Diego, trying uh-huh. to trying to throw out the Republican. Why does he care that much?
0: By the way, my my former county of Virginia, Loudoun County, ground zero for everything now. Uh, He put in hundreds of thousands of dollars to win that prosecutor's position by a couple hundred votes. Hundreds of thousands of dollars in a county like that. Can I hold you over the break? I want to get into the economy with you if you have another minute. All right. We're talking to Kevin McCarthy, God willing, the next speaker of the House. Are you telling me I got to go now, Mr. Producer? 40 seconds. All right, here's what I'm going to ask you about, Kevin McCarthy. Harry Truman used to say the buck stops here. For Joe Biden, the buck never stops anywhere near him. Do you think the American people are going to tolerate a president that creates all this mayhem, who's a wrecking ball, and takes responsibility for nothing? We'll be right back with Kevin McCarthy. At checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEVIN. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Please visit FastGrowingTrees.com for details.
2: This is the
0: Ministry of Truth, The Mark Levin Show. Call in now, 877 381 3811. You know, Kevin McCarthy, before we get to the economy, which is obviously crucial and at the front of everybody's minds, this January 6th Commission, is is there not an issue when you have these so-called legislators really representing the Speaker of the House and the Democrat Party uh, conducting, in essence, a parallel criminal investigation, gathering information, not complying with the uh, the statutes that protect potential individuals in criminal cases, getting that information and then basically working with the Department of Justice to give them the transcripts and so forth as a way for the Department of Justice to go through the back door. Is this not putting aside the politics? Is this not a shocking uh, uh, change of how how procedure for the House or the Congress generally?
4: You're 100% right. Look, my opinion on this committee has never changed. There is no legislative purpose that they have. You've got Adam Schiff, who is sending out a fundraising email about subpoenaing me before I ever received the subpoena. You've got a committee that doesn't allow the minority to appoint anybody. Never in Congress has that happened before. It's illegitimate from that standpoint alone because it doesn't have the 13 members. Um, It's purely to go after their political adversary. And you know what's so interesting about this? You've got the chairman of it who starts the committee but says there's one person off-limit, the Speaker of the House. They don't want to know what her email says or whether she declined having the National Guard there. The the Sergeant mm-hmm. of Arms is gone. You can't talk about that. Why? What, why mm-hmm. was that capital so ill-prepared? Why was that capital? you want to make sure that you could change and make it safe again? You've got the Senate that had a bipartisan committees actually look at it, find that the why was the riot gear locked in a bus blocks away? Why did we deny the police from being trained to be able to do there? Why did they have the radios there? All the things that you would look at for what happened that day, but not this. This is devised to be a political operation at the same time to try to get people's attention off gasoline like we've never seen before, crime like we've never seen before, a border that not only is unsecure is now bringing fentanyl into america which is the number one killer of americans between the ages of 18 and 45 this is what they don't want to talk about this is what they don't want to see and when you look at this president i mean i watched him the other day when when historians study this they'll say what was this leadership style it's a mix of jimmy carter neville chamberlain and mr magoo right and it's a common denominator. that Everybody understands supply and demand. The first thing he does on the first day takes American supply of gas out of the equation. So the price goes up. He admits it a couple weeks ago that he's happy because he wants the price so high that he thinks people can all go, go buy electric cars. What he doesn't quite realize, though, he takes Americans out of jobs. He makes Putin stronger by supplying and buying from him. He creates inflation that causes the price of everything to go. Then he goes and spends $2 trillion that the Republicans warn him against that it's only passed by Democrats. Larry Summers, the former Treasury Secretary, warns him he'll create inflation. Ratner now has admitted it. Yellen now has to apologize. But he also creates an incentive for people not to work. So what happens when government pays you more not to work? People Mm -hmm. have to be paid more to go to work. Well, that has to be passed on. That's inflation. You know what else that does? It stops the supply chain. That creates greater inflation. Every policy these Democrats have done, they've mirrored Jimmy Carter. They've mirrored Neville Chamberlain by being weak to dictators that have caused a war in this world. And they're Mr. Magoo to not even know that you had a problem when it came to infant milk. And you know know the problem here? He says he didn't even know it was a problem. His own FDA is the one stopping the ability to have the plant going. If I was president or anybody else, the FDA, uh, FDA would be in that plant and not leave until they correct whatever problem they need. And then he, move then to, he yeah. compounds it with more regulation that creates yeah. more inflation.
0: Now, he's a wrecking ball. So is his party. Let me ask you a question i want to move to ukraine i know you come under a yeah. lot of attack from the putin wing of the republican party and the putin wing of the media and the putin wing of the democrat party uh, which i want nothing to do with quite frankly mm-hmm. uh russia invaded an ally ukraine if they had gone through ukraine as fast as they thought they could uh they would have moved on to the other eastern european countries how do we know this because putin told us in something he wrote last yeah. summer somebody wrote for him then we would be drawn into a war. So no matter how many times your face is plastered on TV and so forth, you know that the vast majority of the American people and Republicans want us to help the Ukrainians. Now, here's my question. They're getting hit pretty hard the last week. Yes. The eastern part of Ukraine. I, I, I understand this. I am concerned that Joe Biden is always a day late and a dollar short. They need those medium range missiles. So he's sending them Some. The British are in front of us. The Poles are in front of us. The Baltic states are in front of us. Germany's now muscling up. I'm also worried, uh, Kevin, about Taiwan. If we don't start arming up Taiwan now and they invade Taiwan, we're not going to be able to resupply Taiwan. It's an island nation. They're going to put their navy, which is now bigger than ours. They're going to surround that country. They're going to protect their air. And this guy won't do a damn thing about it. It'll be too late. I am very, very concerned that despite the Putin wing out there talking about this warmonger administration, the problem with this administration, withdrawing rolling from Afghanistan, arming up the Iranians, is they're not following the Reagan policy of peace through strength, building up the military and preparing for what could be these ugly confrontations. What's your take on this?
4: Okay. If you want American men and women not to go to war? make sure our allies are strong and can defend themselves there are so many similarities to the action that putin took that hitler took think about it hitler was in world war one hated that germany lost he was angry so when he took power what did he do he takes austria and says well they part of germany they speak german what did putin do he took crimea and said they're they're russian they speak russian they saw weakness Uh in biden right and obama hitler creates an axis with italy and japan Putin creates an axis with China, North Korea, and Iran. What Mm -hmm. happened next was Hitler goes and says he's gonna take Czechoslovakia. He wasn't the world power, but England and France were. He saw weakness in Neville Chamberlain. Went down and appeased him by giving him a country. So then he invades Poland a year later. Putin sees weakness in Biden, the way he didn't listen to the military and got out of Afghanistan. He Mm -hmm. watched us shut down a a pipeline in America, but provide him a pipeline lift the sanctions but ask nothing for it so he saw weakness had had biden i told this personally to him don't threaten sanctions putin has lived with sanctions for the last decade and he's still the wealthiest person in the world and don't say after he enters the war remember what he said at the white house well if he takes a little of it it's not so bad had he provided javelins before and i was in the white house when biden was vice president having a meeting with him a bipartisan in the situation room asking them to provide the javelins to ukraine then and if you can't provide it to them train them and keep it in poland so they can at least defend themselves had he stopped the migs from going in again, so we provide ukraine they're not asking for american men and women to fight they're asking to defend themselves and the atrocities are happening there we should take this lesson to taiwan deter war from happening let countries defend themselves american men and women won't have to fight and the war will not start and devastation will not be created and you know what it will else happen If america's energy independent putin won't have the billions to do this europe won't be divided and the world will be stronger and america will
0: be stronger yeah i think that's right on i think that is uh, is exactly right as a matter of fact i am concerned though We're not building up our Navy the way we need to. We're not building up our other forces the way we need to. Um, Recruitment is down. Recruitment is down. Uh, We're going all woke through the military. It it, it just seems to, yeah. We're going in the wrong direction in every damn thing. That's the way I see it.
4: Yes. And I'm going to tell you, when you're at war, they don't care. What's happening? They're, they're fighting to win. They don't care what book you read. And listen, yep. we're behind on hypersonics. Why? Because the Obama-Biden administration cut it. And a hypersonic weapon goes five times the speed. It doesn't go high, so we can't shoot it out of the air. And it's a first-strike weapon. And why do they want to do that? Because they want to inoculate things that we can defend ourselves on. We have to think differently. And we have to deter them from trying to do something else. Putin and Xi got together at the Olympics before he entered. Do you think they talked about Taiwan? Do you think they talked about Ukraine? And Biden sitting there with the intel saying it's going to happen, but not providing Ukraine with the weapons to defend themselves, so Putin would say maybe I shouldn't go in there.
0: Let me let me ask you one last question because we're gonna have to go with this heartbreak here. I meant I meant to ask you to circle back and I'm not trying to put you on the spot. Mm-hmm If the Republicans take the House, are you going to get to the bottom of what Nancy Pelosi knew and when she knew it? Because this is a big issue on January 6th. What did she know a week before, a day before? Her texts, her emails, her documents, her phone calls. Are we going to get to the bottom of this?
4: Oh, yeah. They want to know the bottom of my phone call with the president. I spoke to the national television, three different networks, longer than I spoke to the president for that. I was in the Capitol. I want to know the day before. Why does the parking attendant knew more not to people to park on the Capitol than telling members? Why didn't they call the leader of the of the minority to tell them? why? If they were offered 10,000 National Guard, remember what happened with the Supreme Court with the Democrats protesting? They broke the ranks back then. Why weren't we prepared for that day?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And if Nancy Pelosi denied, the bill, remember what she did with the National Guard in that summer. Of BLM mm-hmm. protesting everywhere, not to, to get them off the Lincoln Memorial, because she doesn't like how that looked.
0: And she called federal law enforcement in Portland trying to protect a federal court building. Um, she called what did she call them Miss stormtroopers? Yeah. Stormtroopers. So I think it's very important that we get to the bottom of what she knew and Steny Hoyer knew and and figure out, because to me, what's going on here is a massive cover up right now, a massive cover up. Sure.
4: It's not just that. We've got to get to the bottom of the attorney general going after parents because they want mm-hmm. to go to school board meetings. And what did they coordinate in the White House? We need to get to the bottom of where COVID originated from and not be afraid to tell people where it's happening. We need to get mm-hmm. to the bottom of every industry that China is trying to have control over. So we're not dependent. We do not want to be Europe like they're dependent on Putin. We should never be dependent on any other country but ourselves. Amen. That makes us stronger.
0: Kevin McCarthy, thanks so much, sir. We appreciate it very, very Thank much you. when you join us from time to time. Take care of yourself. All right. Take care. Bye. All right. Take care. I get along with him very well, and I think that's important. So I can keep pressing the conservative agenda as far as I'm concerned. I never liked Boehner, never got along with him and the rest of them. I'll be perfectly honest with you. We'll be right back.
2: Love in.
0: Simple question. Where are electric cars going to get their electricity from, America? Just try and answer that question. Simple question. Heinous war crimes. President Zelensky of Ukraine says Russian forces are stealing children from Ukraine and taking them into Russia, including orphans and those separated from their parents. They're stealing them and taking them into Russia. In total, more than 200,000 Ukrainian children have been taken into Russia, deported to Russia. 200,000. And the Russian state disperses these people on its territory. Zelensky gets, settles our citizens, in particular, in remote regions. And the purpose of this criminal policy is not just to steal people, but to make deportees forget about Ukraine and not be able to return Also, slave labor. The comparison to the Third Reich that uh, Kevin McCarthy made is exactly right. Maybe he'll be criticized by the New York Times that covered up the Holocaust And the Third Reich, had the reporter who was sympathetic to Hitler in Berlin through most of the war. Did you know this? Well, you know, it's always a pleasure to come behind this microphone. I never finish everything I want to discuss. I never, ever finish everything I want to discuss. So, I got to figure out how to extend this program one way, some way, another platform, this platform, who knows. And by the way, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel. We salute all our first responders. We salute our truck drivers. We salute the men and women in Ukraine. God bless you all. And we pray for the people who've lost their loved ones.